Welcome to Don't Trust the Mirror, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder, with psychoanalyst Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem. Maureen shares her personal journey of her struggles with an eating disorder and how that changed her life. Listen as Maureen shares her pain, her stories, and her triumphs. Today, as a psychoanalyst, her mission is to help as many women as possible overcome their challenges. Now, my secret life with an eating disorder. Hi, this is Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem. Welcome to my podcast, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder. If only I lost five pounds, I would be happier. If only I lost five pounds, I'd be more popular. If only I lost five pounds, I'd be more confident. If only I lost five pounds, I'd be so much more attractive. Can you fill in the blank? How many times have you said or heard someone say, if only I lost five pounds? I said that over and over again to myself. The voice telling me to lose five pounds was constant. The voice got louder and louder for me throughout high school and then became even stronger as I was preparing to go to college. Even though I looked like I had it all together, I lacked confidence and had so many insecurities, both socially and academically. When I look back on my high school experiences, I didn't have the typical kinds of experiences that I thought I should have, especially socially. I, I really felt like I didn't fit in. It looked like I did, but I never felt comfortable with myself. I wasn't invited to parties. I never went to a prom. I never even went on dates. I wasn't allowed to do so many things that my friends did because my parents were so strict. In the meantime, my body was changing. And I thought that if I lost weight, it would make me happier. It would change my life and make me more confident. If I lost weight, I would be able to talk to people easier. I thought I would fit in better. Needless to say, my self-esteem was pretty low at that time. I hated my body. I was anxious, depressed, and felt so very alone. I worried about school, about getting into college, and so many other things. Functioning on a daily basis was hard for me because I was also questioning whether I was doing things well enough. I had this underlying fear that something, that something was gonna happen in my family because of all the tension and stress I was feeling in my house. I was worried my parents were gonna get a divorce, which at the time seemed absolutely unfathomable to me. One thing that really upset me as I was getting ready to go to college 
was that my younger sister was going to get my bedroom when I left. It made perfect sense to me since my two sisters shared a room and I was leaving. But even though it made sense, it was really upsetting to me. And I didn't feel that I could speak up about it, about how upset I was. My bedroom was my safe place and I was losing it. I was losing control. This was the beginning of my world slowly falling apart. My parents were fighting more and more. My mom was upset and life was becoming more stressful. So what did I do? I just focused on losing five pounds at a time, thinking this was the answer to feeling better, happier, more confident, and less anxious. I kept losing five pounds until I didn't know how to stop losing five pounds. In my head, losing those five pounds would fix everything. The journal entry takes place as I was getting ready to head off to Syracuse. I was really struggling at that time. Now is not the time of year to gain weight. I know I always feel more comfortable if I don't feel fat. In fact, I always feel better and everything is so much better when I don't feel like a fat pig. From now on, I'll stuff myself full of vegetables and healthy food. Tomorrow, I start a strict diet. I want my clothes to fit and be able to sit down in them without that waistband digging into my stomach, which I hate. So uncomfortable. I've got to lose those five pounds. That will make all the difference in how I feel, look, and give me so much more confidence. It will make everything better, and I'll be happier if I could just get that damn scale down five pounds. There's no reason I shouldn't be able to do it. Tomorrow is the beginning of a new week and the start of a new diet. Tonight was awful. My mom and dad didn't go out like they had planned. I heard them having a huge fight. My mom was crying really hard. I'm not quite sure what they were fighting about, but I was trying to eavesdrop. I really wanted to hear what was going on. So I stood by the stairs to try to get an idea of what they were fighting about. All I know is I heard crying and door slamming. It sounded really serious and made me really nervous. I hope nothing major is wrong. It was so upsetting to hear all the screaming and crying. But the really weird thing is that the next day, they pretended like nothing happened. I just couldn't make sense of that. It seemed like something was really off. Did I imagine all the screaming and crying? My graduation from high school is in a few days. Honestly, it just doesn't feel that special. I don't feel sentimental, sad, or even happy. In fact, it's kind of like a big letdown. 
I wasn't invited to any big parties like it seems like so many of my friends have been. There isn't anyone I think I'll miss that much. It's hard to believe I'm done with high school. I'm really glad. Honestly, though, I don't feel much smarter. I'm afraid college will be so much harder and I won't be smart enough to do well and get good grades. I'm sad and I really feel like a loser. Looking back, I missed out on so many typical high school experiences like parties with close friends, not going to a prom, and not going on dates. All I know is that if I'm going to make friends and fit in in Syracuse, I have to lose weight. If I don't stay on my diet, I'm going to be so fat. My clothes won't fit me and I will feel super self-conscious. I've reached the end of the book that I'm using for my journal. It's just about a year that I started writing. I'm so glad that it has become a routine and I'm so disciplined about writing. At least I can be disciplined about one thing because it sure isn't about my diet. I'm actually so disorganized trying to get ready for college and overwhelmed. I can't believe I can't stay that disciplined and just not eat shit, just not eat, just not make a pig of myself and eat too much food. My Jew journal will be a chapter, a new chapter in my life as I start my freshman year at Syracuse. It's kind of a mystery to me to think about all those blank pages and all those thoughts and experiences that these pages will eventually hold, as good or maybe even as bad as they'll be. Anyway, I need to get started and get organized and packed for college. I'm really sad and upset about having to clean out my room before I go. It's so not fair that I have to give up my room. It's my safe place. Coming home from college and not having my room anymore is going to be terrible. I'm so disgusted with myself that I've gained weight. Tomorrow, I got to get serious about dieting and exercise. I've made this pact with myself that I'm not going to eat too much at Syracuse and be really, really strict. Staying on my diet is crucial. I have a month before I leave for college. I'm absolutely, absolutely overwhelmed thinking of everything I need to do to get ready. I'm scared and nervous. I'm worried about so many things, about who my roommates will be, making friends, what my dorm is going to be like, my schedule. I don't know if I'll be able to do my schoolwork. In some ways, going to New York from Ohio is scary. And I'm worried that people won't be that friendly. I think, I think I'm worried about feeling alone. I'm scared I'll hate it and terrible things will happen. But if I stay on my diet and feel skinny, it will definitely help me with all my worries. One less thing to worry about if I'm selective with what I eat. The day is finally here. I'm leaving for college. I can't believe this day has come and it seems so unreal. Tomorrow night, 
I'll be sleeping in my dorm room. One side of me is so scared to leave home. <clears throat> I'm not sure of the home I'm going to come back to. Everything feels so uncertain. I'm afraid of being homesick and missing all the routine things that I do. I'm afraid of what the food will be like in the cafeteria. Everyone talks about gaining that freshman 10 pounds. It'll be so hard to say goodbye to my parents. I'm fighting back my tears and I really want to cry. The other side of me says, what the hell would I be doing at home anyway? It's time to move on and get my act together. This is one of the biggest events in my life. I'm sad, happy, scared, anxious all at once. It's this bundle of feelings and nerves. One thing I know is I have to pull myself together and get in shape. I'm in big, deep trouble, I realized today, that I am on the verge of badness. I have to lose five to 10 pounds in two weeks. I have two weeks. I'm disgusted with myself. I hate myself. I used to think I was fat, but subconsciously, I kind of knew I had it under control. It's now reached a crucial stage where if I don't take care of my weight, I'll be miserable and depressed. I know I'm going to be miserable and depressed. I'm much happier and feel better about myself when I'm thin. I have to conjure up that discipline and self-control to pull myself together and get in shape. I'm truly a mess. I need to clean up my act. I wish I could just throw up. I think that would help me feel better and help me to lose that five pounds. Now, let's fast forward as I sit in my therapist chair. And as I look back on my 17, 18-year-old self, I realize just how much my self-esteem was basically in the gutter. It was bad. I had none. I really thought that losing those five pounds would make me feel better and more confident. So let me ask you, how much time do you spend preoccupied with thoughts of dieting, losing weight, hating your body, instead of thinking about stuff just stuff going on in your life. What's happening with your relationships with your family, with your friends, your job and, and school or work, whatever it is. How much time does that take up? For me, back then, so much of my time was focused on my anxiety and my lack of self-esteem. In fact, looking back at my journals, I realized just how much I was missing out on my life. My focus as a therapist is to help people start to look at their life. I honestly don't talk that much about food because the idea is that if you weren't thinking about food and your weight and how much you hated yourself, what would the other feelings be? What would you be thinking about? Would they be that you're scared, excited, anxious, depressed? A lot of what I see people struggling with is anxiety, especially social anxiety. It's a huge issue for so many of my patients. How anxious people get about the simple things can really be anxiety provoking. 
Things as simple as meeting somebody for coffee or even running into somebody at the grocery store. They don't know what to say. They get anxious about what they'll talk about and how awkward it'll feel. So instead, they focus on that five pounds because it can seem much easier to focus on that than how you are feeling about relationships. A lot of social anxiety, I had a lot of social anxiety and a lot, and yes, a lot of social anxiety. I did a great job of fooling everybody. Nobody knew I had social anxiety because I was a pretty good actress. So instead, inside, I was struggling. So think about this. How many times do you talk to somebody without even focusing on the conversation? You're actually thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner or the opposite, what you're not gonna be eating for dinner. So when I'm sitting with patients, I try to tease all that out and get them to think about what it is they're feeling. Now, some things that you might be able to do is to journal, which you are going to hear me say a lot about because that's obviously something that was extremely important for me. And I do think it's really important for other people as well. I think it's important to get those thoughts and ideas out of your head and keep them and, and, and stop them from spinning, not keep them spinning, but stop them from spinning. But what are those thoughts that you just don't want to think about? How do you shift your focus from what I call eating disorder thoughts to normal thoughts, to thoughts about things going on in your life? When you shift the focus from eating and worries about your weight or exercise, you're focusing more on the feelings on the inside. I want to help you learn to trust yourself. I want to help people learn to trust their insides, trust their intuition, trust their feelings, be able to sit with them and not have all these all or nothing feelings like, how do I look? How do I sound? How do you look is a big one, right? How many times do you worry about how you look? And that can change depending on the minute, seconds. And so we have all these everyday kinds of situations like going to the grocery store, running into friends, or going to school, seeing somebody in the hallway, or going into work. You also have big situations and transitions in your life like I was having the transition from high school to college. But you have things like weddings, parties, all kinds of social things. Do you think if you lose that five pounds, you'll feel better, be more competent? Will it make you feel like you'll have so much more fun at a party or some kind of social gathering? Please continue listening to my podcast as I talk about all these feelings that I'm going to help you uncover. I'm going to help you uncover what's going on in the inside rather than focusing on the outside. I want to bring you the hope, the freedom, the inspiration, 
and the help that you need so that you know that there's a life after the battle with food and struggles with your body. I want to help you find your voice so that you can learn to trust yourself and don't trust the mirror. My hope is that with every one of these podcasts, you will walk away feeling a little more confident, looking inside a little bit more to help you feel better about yourself, to improve your self-esteem, so you can be the queen of your own self-esteem. Please share with me your thoughts, your stories, your experiences, your struggles with dieting, with food, and how you think losing those five pounds will change your life. Thank you for listening to Don't Trust the Mirror, My Secret Life with an Eating Disorder with psychoanalyst Maureen Kritzer-Lang, the queen of self-esteem. We hope you enjoyed it. Please visit DontTrustTheMirror.com where you'll find all our social networking links and can post your stories, comments, and questions. Until next time, remember, trust yourself. Don't trust the mirror.